You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I am your host, Casey Corbin. Thank you for joining me on the show today. Uh, we've got a great show for you, a very special guest. Uh, he, he's a man of adventure. He is a man of action. Uh, Stone Rockwell will be on the show uh, later today from Impact Wrestling. Lucky to have him. He's a wrestler, and he's also a man of action and adventure. He's an action adventurer, to be exact. He'll be on the show later, but before before we get to Stone, uh, you got to do what you know you got to do. Hit us up on the social media outlets. On the um, Twitter, hit us up at TNW Pod. Uh, on the Instagram, we are at Talking Wrestling Podcast at uh, Instagram. Uh, on the Gmail, Talking Wrestling at Gmail. Send us one of those. And uh, don't forget to join our Facebook group um, or Facebook page, whichever it is. I don't know. I can't remember. But it is on Facebook, Talking Wrestling. If you're also uh, using us on iTunes, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, we would love to see the subscribe numbers keep moving upwards and onwards. So if you're listening to this show, just give it a little click on that subscribe and we'd really appreciate that. And then if you're like, you know, really, really cool and you want to go above and beyond, give us a five star rating and drop a review down. And then uh, with that said, what we will do is uh, we will find that review and then we will try to contact you and send you a vintage wrestling postcard from the 80s. Uh, whether it be Ric Flair, Sergeant Slaughter, Magnum TA, Tommy Rich. These are some of the postcards that are available. Roddy Piper, Junkyard Dog. I don't know if I said him, Rick Martel. These are also available. So get those reviews in and let's get those postcards out there. I do believe Kamala just went out. So um, we're one, we're, we're shy of Kamala, but we still have postcards left. So get those reviews in, folks. We do appreciate the reviews. Um, we are in the summer of wrestling. This is such a good summer of wrestling. And not only that, we are in a great week of wrestling. The week started off uh, Sunday, as every week does. And uh, Sunday, this past Sunday, in Toronto, they had uh, Smash Wrestling had its super showdown. Now, mind you, on the Saturday night, which was not this week, that was last week, Destiny Wrestling uh, ran a great show out at the Battle Arts Center. And then uh, Smash was the next night. Also, while Smash was running a show, there's another show across town, a Lucha Libre show at Lee's Palace on Bloor Street. However, I was at the Smash Wrestling because Smash Wrestling is probably Toronto's best product. That and Destiny Wrestling, I would say, are the prop two. Super Kicked is also up there. But anyways, regardless, um, Smash Wrestling had a fantastic card. Some of the matches were just amazing. Actually, a lot of the matches were amazing. The matches that stood out in my head um, had to be uh, the last man standing match, which was just phenomenal, uh, between uh, Sebastian Suave and uh, Tarek. Uh, it was a bloody mess. I've, uh, Sebastian Suave was just cut and bleeding like a stuffed pig and uh, a lot of blood uh, match went everywhere and just a great ending I'm not going to tell you who wins uh, on any of these because this show has not aired yet so I will tell you a little bit about them but I will not give you spoilers uh, there was a four way uh, Garcia, Banks and Bennett and Greed very entertaining as uh, Kevin Bennett kind of stole the show as he came out with a posse of uh, you know Kevin Bennett wannabes so it's sort of like if you're watching WWE and uh, No Way Jose shows up with his uh, line of uh, fans. This was very similar and uh, very entertaining in the match. Uh, Hacker Scotty versus Blackwood. This match is, was very good. I'm a big fan of Blackwood. Uh, he's a really wicked wrestler. Hacker Scotty uh, also uh, pretty decent. Um, and uh, 
wasn't really happy with the outcome of the incident match because it was a pretty good match and then the outcome um was a little interesting you're gonna have to wait to see what happens there was an intermission we came back tessa blanchard versus vanessa craven uh, of course, we all know Vanessa Craven is, is part of Malice. Malice uh, attacked Tyson Dukes uh, at some point during the show, and Tyson Dukes was supposed to uh, be going for the world title later that night against Joey Janela. Um, with that said, though, Vanessa Maven versus Tessa Blanchard, I was really looking forward to this match, and uh, I was surprised by the ending. I've watched Tessa Blanchard uh, win the title here in Toronto for Impact Wrestling this summer. I've watched her wrestle many matches this summer. She's wrestled a lot in Toronto this summer. What can I tell you? This match uh, might not go her way. Might not. Vanessa Craven currently is in the May Young Tournament, uh, which uh, showcases the top females uh, of the independents and WWE prospects that are out there right now. I'm not going to tell you who wins that one, but uh, it is a great match. It lived up to the hype. Out of that, uh, Jeff Cobb. Very excited to see Jeff Cobb finally. Never seen him wrestle live. Did not uh, let me down. Uh, this match was not as long as I would like it to be. Uh, Brody King, fantastic as well. And then, of course, uh, it was a three-way dance. Jeff Cobb, Brody King, and PCO. Let's just... PCO, this is insane. This guy wrestled, was wrestling in the 90s as the Quebecers. Uh, Pierre Carlolat, I am flabbergasted that uh, this guy was wrestling in 95, and he's back, he's on the Indies, and he is a monster. He looks a little like Glacier, but he is a monster. His gimmick is he's not human, and he's not human. They boosted his heart with a car battery during the match at some point to bring him back to life. It is amazing. And uh, he had a moonsault that was just fantastic and unbelievable um this match just awesome awesome i absolutely loved it finally the main event time came tyson dukes couldn't wrestle couldn't wrestle he stepped out he let his buddy Tarek, who'd already won the last man standing match come in and step in and wrestle joey janela and there is a spoiler alert here the bad boy did not go over joey janela did not win this one you know who's better than bad boy nobody no Tarek is and Tarek from calgary alberta canada he is uh, uh one of the pillars of smash wrestling and he is now the smash wrestling new champion congratulations Tarek. i hope you bring the project forward the, the promotion forward oh i'm forgetting one match too uh, the well-oiled machines versus the Super Smash Brothers, which uh, you know, Super Smash it might been it might have been the best match of the night. To be honest, it was so entertaining, so funny. Psycho Mike, he might be my favorite wrestler in Smash. So entertaining, so great, uh, ridiculous. A lot of spots. It wasn't just a well-oiled machines uh, versus the Super Smash Brothers for uh, the titles in a ladder match. It was a ladders, tables, and boxes match. I know you're like, boxes? And you're like, yeah, you know, it could be chairs. Well, chairs could be in the boxes. You don't know what's in the boxes. That's the part of the mystery. What a great night. Smash Wrestling Toronto, thank you for a great night of wrestling. And uh, kudos to you guys for putting on a good card. I had to go home, get a lot of rest, because coming up the next two nights, SummerSlam, and what else? SummerSlam and, uh, and oh, SmackDown. But uh, I, they have not aired yet by the time I'm doing this podcast, and I, do want, I don't want to spoil it. But, um, you know, at this time right now, I think we'll just uh, get ready and we'll go to uh, our interview with, the, with uh, the man of action, the man of adventure, action adventurer, Stone Rockwell. We're going to join Casey Corbin, who has him in studio right now. Casey Corbin, take it away. So right now, joining me at this time in studio is, oh, oh my God. Well, oh, hold on, folks. Hold on. Um, before we get to today's guest, uh, my roommate, Jeff McHenry, just walked in, who I haven't seen all summer, and uh, he came back to town, um, and we went to uh, Raw and SmackDown, and uh, he's walked in right now. And so, Jeff, uh, Jeff, how you doing? Haven't seen you all summer. How you uh, doing, bud? I'm good, Casey. It's good to be here in the living room. Yes. Well, we're, we're trying to keep it kayfabe and make it sound like a <laughs> studio. 
yeah, sure, you will play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sometimes people, I live in the studio. Uh, that's how committed I am to the show. Jeff uh, just came home from uh, being uh, out uh, in the country. The other night, we went to Raw, and we went to SmackDown. Yes, we did. We were in the middle of a giant week of wrestling that started with me first on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I, I went to Smash uh, Super Showdown, which is uh, Smash Toronto's biggest card of the year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Monday Night Raw. And then Tuesday, SmackDown. And uh, Wednesday, I think just taking a breather. My podcast comes out Thursday, so that's a busy day for wrestling-wise. And then all of a sudden, wait, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. This whole weekend is all in. StarCast all in? Now, I know we have the network, but it's not available on the network, and we're not going to Chicago, Jeff. The question is, is our household, are we all in? (laughs) We are all in, Casey. We are are we now, are we all in like with a wink? Like, are we gonna find it on ATDHE streams or <laughs> Daily Motion? Where how how I know I haven't paid for it. How uh, how are we all in? I uh, I paid for uh, Starcast, and I'm going to pay for all in. You paying for Starcast and all in? So that's we're gonna, right. We're gonna get four days of podcasting and ro- the roast of Bruce Pritchard. That's that's right. That's right. Oh my God! That is gonna Out be- of the goodness of my heart, I'm doing this. This is a pretty good deal because we have not. Also, had- I can't pay rent until like the 18th or 19th of this month. So, <laughs> are, you, no, are you serious? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, I can cover it, but fuck, I'm. I'm Jesus <laughs> Really? Yeah. A fucking a panel with J.J. Dillon? <laughs> That's why the rent's 18 days late? I know. I'm like, how fucking expensive is a fucking podcast with Conan? You know, it's not O'Brien. It's fucking, I don't know Conan's last name. Oh, um, Conan? Yes. Yeah, Conan. I've seen him many times this summer at the Impact tapings. I've been going to a lot of Impact tapings. I see. Yeah, and uh, very good wrestling cards, Jeff. Very good wrestling cards. As was Monday Night Raw in the WWE, uh, I was fairly happy with our seat selection. Uh, to be honest, I liked our Raw seats better than our uh, SmackDown seats. <laughs> As did I. Well, it was just a we got a cool spot because we were in front of the handicapped people. Uh, they don't say shit. Uh, they're nice people. <laughs> they and, are, and and then. Uh, and we were like, sort of like in this area that wasn't really, I don't know how to describe it, but it was easy to get into and it was like secretive. Yeah, know? we were right on the aisle. Uh, it's where the uh, EMTs were. So yeah, the we had a clear path to the bathroom. Oh, it was wonderful. Everything was stellar. So Raw starts off, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they bring out Roman Reigns. And uh, oh, okay. Can I just say? Uh, oh wait. Oh yeah. What's going on? Uh, I just want to say this. Uh, you know, it's a somber episode. Uh, so this show, uh, we're dedicating it to the memory of Jason Sensation's Twitter account. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jim Neidhart. You son of a bitch. <laughs> we have a Jim Neidhart crying <laughs> on our kitchen table that I have not taken down. <laughs> And, and it might step for the whole year beside our anti-shrine on the floor of John Tavares New York Islander jerseys. That's uh, right, ladies and gentlemen. Here in the studio, uh, yes, yeah, we have, we have a, a Jim Neidhart picture, DVD, <laughs> and T-shirt laying on our kitchen table. Not just we- no, 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 no. Not just any T-shirt. It is a 1996 Heart Foundation T-shirt. Not a remake. It is the Heart Foundation T-shirt. It's in bad shape, <laughs> but so is the Heart Foundation from 1996. <laughs> <laughs> the only, the only one left. There's one left. Yeah, um, it's now, Brett and that T-shirt. That's all that remains from 1996 Heart Foundation. Wait, let's just talk about Brett for a second. Sidebar: This mm-hmm. the Brett Hart was given a, uh, an amazing honor this past week in Canada. He was given. Um, is uh, a Native American or an indigenous, in, indigenous, indigenous? Sure. No, indigenous. No. What is indigenous? What do we call them? What What's the politically correct word for natives these days? Hmm? Native Indians, Native Americans. 
What are we calling them? <laughs> well, they're Canadians. They're not Native Americans. What are they? The, the indigenous people to the land? What is what is the word? What is the word that I'm looking for? Why do I we think feel- if we were trying to be politically correct, I have just butchered that by what? not being able to say the name. Why do I feel like Jiminy Glick? Why can't I get the word? <laughs> what What is the word that I'm looking for right now? I'm no, pretty sure it's in, indigenous. Indigenous. The indigenous natives to the land of Canada. <laughs> Is, what, is that right? Is that right? Why is this funny to you? I'm trying to be serious. No, no seriously. Mm-hmm. Okay, this. Okay, the Canadian Indians, the Native, the Native Canadian, the Native North Americans, the the. Yeah. <laughs> folks, we're out of time. No, no. Anyways, folks, the Native peoples that were in Canada, they uh, they've gave it. They gave Bret Hart an award. And they gave him his name in Native, the Blackfoot tribe, uh, I think, or in his name is Blackfoot in, in Blackfoot. And I can't remember the name, but the, you know, and they honored Bret Hart, which was very, very nice. And Bret Hart gave a speech, and of course, in his speech, said, you know, he said, you know, uh, if there's anybody that knows what it's like to get screwed, it's the good old Native people right here in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's on YouTube. Um, <laughs> Jeff, uh, uh, what? Uh, so, so, so. Very good. Where, you where, fostered your. You foster Brooks your way through that joke right there. So this. Uh, this <laughs> the indigenous uh, people of uh, you know of Canada, and uh, if anybody knows what it's like to be screwed. It's so- <laughs> It's so funny. Like I, I think that you're being really uh, loud, uh-huh. but then I realize you're not being really loud. It's just that I have the volume turned up in my ears, <laughs> and half of me is getting panicky right now because it's like two in the morning and we're recording this in our living room. There's people upstairs, but uh-huh. fuck that, they wake you up. But you're not being loud at all. It's just I have it yanked up in my ears. I'm such an idiot. We run a tight ship around here. Uh, now listen to this. We go to Raw, people. And let me tell you, Monday Night Raw, Roman Reigns comes out. What do you think that place is doing? They're booing. Fucking right. Those are Leaf fans. They're, and they know how to boo. <laughs> <laughs> so so the, the, they boo. They boo that shit out of Roman. And then all of a sudden, Braun Strowman comes down. And, of course, they cheer Braun. I think it's fair to say there's nobody more over in the WWE right now than Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. as far as the men are concerned. Maybe mm-hmm. Ronda Ronda Rousey is probably a little bit more over than Braun, yeah. but she's Ronda Rousey. Uh, Braun Braun Strowman is a WWE creation on its own, and he's not one of the indie guys. He's one of their creations, I think, and. Um, he is the money in the bank, and uh, I guess he's just tired of carrying that briefcase around. He just flat out says, I don't want to get beat up by the shield. I don't want your dogs to be interfering in our matches, so there's no point in me cashing in with the shield watching your back, so I'm going to do it at, uh, at uh, Hell in the Cell. And he just gives up the briefcase, more or less. So by doing this, he takes away all the mind games. Yeah. That can be played. And the advantage he had, yeah. He, it was a really dumb move. Because after they all, like, at the end of the night, when they lay out the entire shield, because they tag up with, he tags up with with Ziggler and uh, McIntyre, and they go up against the shield. They go up against Roman. Well, wait. Roman and Braun end up becoming a tag team. Yes. Braun, and- in the match, Ziggler and McIntyre wrestling him. Roman is getting the crap kicked out of him. He goes to tag Braun. He tags Braun in, and Braun does never comes into the match. Now, my reasoning for that is Braun doesn't know how to wrestle a proper tag match. He's only tagged with twelve year olds in the past. <laughs> and, That's true. And when he ta- and when all the twelve year old did was stand out there on the apron, he didn't do anything. So if you start the match out there, maybe Braun thinks you finish the match out there. I don't know, but Braun comes in eventually. And beats the crap out of Roman Reigns, and they and the shield comes down conveniently one at a time, which is very easy for three on one, especially when Braun's involved, to beat these guys. So they beat these guys up, and now we've got Braun with the heels, 
and but we're in a very and i don't think it's a bad thing here's my problem where a lot of people are upset now because they just say they just flip braun heel but it's not like that because people boo roman but yet they cheer cheer the, sh- the shield. shield yes yeah and i have a problem with this because if you're booing roman why are you booing his friends that are coming to help him if you don't like roman you shouldn't like people that are helping him you know what i you know what i mean it doesn't make sense to me why you're still cheering dean ambrose and seth rollins but you're booing roman when they're all together now so if you're booing roman but cheering the shield I don't think it matters if you put Braun with the heels. They're going to still cheer for Braun, and they're going to boo the heels. I think we're in different times. I just don't understand how it works, but it's this is how it's working. The shield will be cheered when Roman's in it. When Roman's separate, he will be booed. Yes. Because when they went off the air, and the three of them were... Uh, Braun had his arms up with, with uh, Ziggler and McIntyre... The reaction to that was not cheering, and it was not necessarily booed. It was a fairly mixed towards the booing side. What did you think about all that? I don't understand. Like, Strowman's, like, one of their hottest baby faces. So, they, yeah, it looks like they just turned him heel, and I don't really understand the reasoning behind that. I I guess they, yeah, they still want to get Reigns over as the baby face. Uh, uh, they are going to be baby faces uh, when they when the shield goes up against them, as you said, because people cheer the shield. But when it'll be a singles match, Braun versus uh, Reigns at Hell in a Cell, they're gonna yeah, as you said, they're gonna cheer Braun and boo Reigns. Yeah, it is very confusing. <laughs> I, th- I think it's hard to be a baby face when you all have beards. <laughs> beards should not be on baby faces. That that's that's true. Yeah, I just came up with that. Let's look at the way. So we have nothing but confusion on who to cheer for and who not to cheer for with these with this thing. And the money in the bank, they just said, okay, fuck that. You know, he doesn't even want to carry the briefcase anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. No, no. And, and you know, and uh, so we don't know who's going to get these hands, but somebody's going to get those hands. So um, it was amazing last night. I, uh, well, Jeff, I, I splurged. I bought a briefcase, a Money in the Bank briefcase. You did? I did. I did. They were $80 for the briefcase. Mm-hmm. But when I opened it up, uh, there was no contract. So I returned it and I got my money back. Hmm. What's the point of getting the money in the bank briefcase, Jeff, if there's no fucking contract in it? Yeah, yeah. so you bought it, not as a fan, you bought it because you thought you were going to have a title match. I thought at any time I could probably (laughs) cash in. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, yeah. But not not on the WWE champion. No, it's on anybody wearing a belt anywhere in that arena during the show that's great i i thought i thought you thought it was the wwe champion i thought roman no (laughs) if somehow roman reigns went to your weed dispensary no no you were just gonna smack him over the head with a briefcase no no look at if someone has a belt and they're at the popcorn stand and it looks like i can take them which is 90 percent of wrestling fans I'm going to probably cash in and take the belt. Uh, my buddy works at Foot Locker, so he's a ref shirt. And um, he's going to be with me and count the three. I get a new belt, you know. And then I guess, I don't know, I sell the belt. Uh, I sell the, the the briefcase on eBay. But I didn't get the briefcase because there's no contract, Jeff. So I think it's a farce. I don't think these belts are real, you know. But they are $450 a piece. Wow. So, hey, uh, what else did you like in Raw? Uh, well, my highlight, uh, which will be nobody else's, but it was mine. Uh, it was, it was my favorite thing was, uh, <laughs> when my favorite Corbin was wrestling, uh, yeah, yeah Baron Corbin that and he- the, the whole crowd started chanting Corbin sucks, which really <laughs> angered you. Yeah. I didn't like that at all. <laughs> to which uh, you said the last time you heard of crowds chant Corbin sucks 
was when you came and saw me headline at Absolute Comedy. <laughs> I thought it was a good line. I thought that was the best joke you've written in the last five years. <laughs> and it was one that you made up on the spot. It's not one that you wrote 20 times in your book before you said it. <laughs> I will say this about Corbin. I've rewatched it. And uh, this might be the first time where I actually started to like Corbin because he's supposed to be a heel and when, you know, when he lost the match by getting disqualified and then he went out and said, I have so much on my plate as a GM, I forgot this is a no, no disqualification match. And then he just throws the mic down, gets back in, picks up the chair and goes back to work. Fantastic. And he looked good when he was doing it. Yes. I think getting rid of the hair was a really good idea for him. He looks better without it, for sure. Yeah, and uh, this might be a little turning thing where it just, this happened, like, one. It's well, the way he said it and the way he performed it, I kind of believed it, and that happens later on with my good buddy, who I met at a Smash card last year at this time, pretty much, and now he's in the WWE, you know, um, jeepers, why am I blanking on Bobby Lashley? Now, Bobby Lashley... Remember in his little promo before he did it, he threw in a little Denzel in there. He's my man, you know, <laughs> and it was great. And his character, for some, his personality actually broke through and showed that he had some personality before he went into that match and just, well, he, the Ascension, I guess they weren't going to use them for another 12 years. So the Ascension is back down to the Descension. They, they, they ascended. Well, I guess they ascended because they showed up on Raw from wherever they were. Mm-hmm. But um, he beats them both fairly quickly. Uh, just basically a squash match. The same with um, Malenko and Jinder. Not Malenko. Dean Ambrose and uh, Jinder. <laughs> Malenko. Malenko. They're both Deans. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. I didn't... I just you. I thought you were pulling out just random 1997 WCW guys. Malenko also produced that segment, the Dean Ambrose segment. I found out, so that's why I got it mixed up. But I, I see. I'm also bullshit, and I don't know if that's true. But um, <laughs> uh, how about the two best uh, segments? Uh, the Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Oh, the an incredible match. Uh, oh yes, you did want to talk about the B team. Yeah. Well, the B team came out with their titles, and they got beat by the Revival. And then the revival there gave a speech on uh, how the B team is uh, just disrespecting the history of tag team wrestling. And I just thought this is dumb because, uh, that you know, these guys, they don't, first of all, they've been, they've been going their entire careers trying to get a good gimmick for them to just to maintain their jobs and on-air personalities. And it's not easy when you're a third-generation wrestler. If you have a problem with Bo Dallas's work, don't complain to him. Go complain to the producer producing his match. Maybe that's his dad in the back, Mike Rotundo. <laughs> oh, who is Mike Rotundo? He's a former WWE tag team champion. Oh, and, and what about Curtis Axel? What is his dad? Oh, he's also a third-generation guy. So I don't think third-generation guys are disrespecting wrestling in any way by trying to find a gimmick that's just trying to get over. It's very difficult to live in the you know like okay maybe bo dallas doesn't have you know like you know bo dallas's dad isn't oh my god on the on the you know the legend yeah you know he's not kurt henning no who kurt henning was also a great tag team champion with scott hall in the awa uh you try feuding with playboy buddy rose and making him look good every match you know (laughs) fuck so or greg ganya come on man I didn't like that little speech, that little spiel the Revival made, but I do like the fact the Revival are looking good, and um, they need to get back to where they were. Um, of course, the women's segments that we had, there was a Bailey, Sasha Banks moment. Something happened there. Can't remember. <laughs> was there? I was. I might have been in the bathroom. Well, there was the Ronda Rousey bit, too, where Walking with Elias was there. And yeah, Elias uh, came out, started running down Toronto, and then Trish came out for the pop of the night. I think. Well, no, I think Kevin Owens had the best uh, reaction. Yeah, yeah. And then Trish uh, second. But yeah, that was that was that was very good. 
That was a nice surprise. I like when they come to Toronto, they tend to bust out surprises. Well, there's no surprise. Trish is back. She's wrestling Alexa Bliss. That's going to be a great match. And, um, you know, Natalia had a really good match against uh, Alicia Fox. Ronda Rousey was there for support uh, just to make, you know, they're just they're just sort of pushing everything. Uh, it was a little bit of a, a cluster, but maybe there's going to be a three-on-three in a couple weeks. Who knows what they're going with this, but uh, Natalia had a good match and a good moment. And she, you know, that was her first match back, I think, since her father died. She pointed to the sky and, uh, you know, gave him that moment. Uh, the Kevin Owens-Seth Rollins match was just fantastic. But uh, it was during that match when I got a message that Jason Sensation, a uh, former guest of this show, had made a tweet. You want to plug that episode, Case? Uh, episode three. <laughs> um, well, Jason Sensation, he made a bad joke. Basically, he made a joke on his Twitter saying that he got a gun through the metal detectors at Raw and he was going to blow his head off at the end of Raw. And then said, uh, gave a nice, uh, nice thumbs up to Ed Whalen. Said, "Don't you dare miss it," <laughs> you know. And uh, this was like, I'm trying to focus, and I'm trying to follow up on Twitter, and I'm texting people. Like, is this for real? I actually sent a message to Jason, wishing he was all right. Uh, he is mentally ill. Um, he's battled with mental illness for a long time. But, you know, it's pretty scary because every time they hit the middle of that mat, bang, you know, like. Yeah, you were legitimately concerned. I was concerned, and Jeff just made jokes the whole time. <laughs> you know? Well, you started doing puns by the end of the night. Well. Calling him Jason Incarceration. <laughs> he's, well, he did a bad thing. Maybe he's going to jail. Uh, yeah, Jason, I can't even remember Jason's frustration, you know, Jason, uh, yeah. Uh, condemnation. Yeah, condemnation. Oh, boy, it was, it was pretty crazy. It was pretty crazy, and it, it, it TMZ picked it up, the story up, and, like, it trended on Twitter, and, uh, I, I just hope Jason's okay. I hope he's in a good spot mentally, um... You know, there was. Yeah, I mean, hope he gets the help he needs because, yeah, clearly there's, yeah, yeah, some issues going on. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you just don't. You go to uh, and tell everyone, tell a tweet out to the world that you're going to kill yourself at at Monday Night Raw, like Jeepers. That's uh, it sounds like a, a good script idea. So uh, then, basically, Kevin Owens had the made a speech very reminiscent of Bret Hart. The last it was, yeah. That the, last the whole angle was very similar. Yeah, it was because Kevin Owens, a bit of a whiner. So is another great Canadian wrestler who has been known to whine every now and again. Uh, you know, in '97 at least, and uh, he comes out and he gives a speech on basically how he's been getting screwed all summer, and uh, since uh, he came over there from SmackDown for the Land of Opportunity, and he's getting now he's on Raw and is. Nothing is going his way, and it's bullshit. And uh, you know he's not leaving that ring till he gets the title. And he goes down. He puts in a hell of a match with Seth Rollins. And you know what? He should have won because there's no reason why you can have him win and have him drop it next week. They should just gave that moment to the fans because he was over more than anyone else that night. Yeah. Because Rousey never got to come out on her own, so we don't know what the really pop was. It was like. Her music, then this person's music, and then this person's music, and then the Bellas show up. Yeah. All in all, Kevin Owens at the end just says, I quit. He walks off. We don't know what this means. Does he go back to SmackDown? Is he that, is that where he's going? Is he going to go back to SmackDown? I think he's better suited for the SmackDown roster, you know, because you're never going to get it with Roman Reigns. Although I think he can have a fucking amazing feud with Roman Reigns. And if. What if, I'm just throwing this out there, what if he comes to Raw next week, Yes, he somehow smuggles his gun through security? Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm liking this already. Shawn Michaels is there. We already know that. Where are we going? (laughs) Well, and then he, you know, promises to, I'm making another Jason sensation joke is what I'm doing. Yeah. (laughs) Well. It was a callback, Casey. Yeah. Well, you know. 
Some people don't make fun of mental illness. Um, I'm mentally ill and you make fun of me on a daily basis. <laughs> right here in this living room slash <laughs> wonderful studio we're recording this in. Well, this show just got real. <laughs> we also went to SmackDown. <laughs> um, master of segues. We also went to SmackDown. Um, we uh, had a bunch of idiots in our section. <laughs> that we did. What, what it was with? Okay, first of all, I have to address. There were at least tonight. There were no go leaf go chance. No. Last night. Plenty of Go Leaf Go chants attempted. Leaf fans just chanting Go Leafs Go at anything. They'll do it at anything. You could you could be at your uncle's funeral in Toronto and three Leaf fans will be there and they'll be back going, Go Leafs Go. Go Leafs. They, they chant it everywhere, Jeff. Mm-hmm. It drives me insane. I could never go to a Leafs game and just start chanting fucking let's go hogan (laughs) and wearing my hogan outfit you know i can't do that they'd be like is he lost his mind no he's just a hulk hogan fan no i can't do that because you know why people think i'm an idiot well that's the way i think of these go leafs go fans that go to buffalo bills games and chant go leafs go i saw three leafs fans standing in front of a fucking tree the other day chanting go leafs go that's how bad that joke is (laughs) Smackdown. <laughs> Smackdown tonight. Wow. So bad they should deactivate your Twitter account. Well, somebody else's was. <laughs> Jason deactivation. <laughs> uh, that, that's your best one. Thank you. Go back and listen to his episode. It's uh, He is very talented. Very talented. Vince Russo actually tweeted out to him and reached out to him and contacted him left him voice messages on his phone after the incident and uh, i'll tell you he does a great vince russo i'll tell you that right now um smackdown tonight starts off with the new day who might be sponsored by reese's peanut butter cups i'm not sure but that's their color scheme they come up with a stanley cup a miniature stanley cup for some reason but yet they make no reference to it at all <laughs> they, they didn't they didn't even it was just there it was there. It was like, a, you know, and uh, I think the Leaf fans that were there didn't know how to react to that at all because they've never seen that in there in that arena. They might, they might not even know what it was. It was just a pancake holder. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so very good, very so, good. Uh, New Day comes out. Very entertaining first segment. Yes. Uh, Booker T. Nice surprise. Very funny segment with Booker and New Day and uh well done and if you haven't seen it yet we're gonna give you time to see it no we're not it's a great segment that's all doesn't even lead to anything doesn't even lead to anything um and then uh, what happens next we have a triple threat match eh yes we did match the collins are back they are yeah they're back to doing something and (laughs) to uh, losing matches losing (laughs) matches somebody's got to lose them um, who else was in that match? Oh, the bar was in that match. The bar was victorious. The bar and uh, Gallows, Gallows and Anderson. Yeah. Luke and Gallows. That's what I said. Luke and Gallows. <laughs> Luke and Gallows. Luke and Gallows. But people, you can't be. <laughs> At least you didn't say Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko. Luke and Gallows. Let me tell you about Luke and Gallows. Uh, you can beat mental illness people because um, uh, Gallows did it. Uh, he was Festus. And now, uh, with the proper medication, he's he's gallows, and uh, he's dating Nia Jax. Apparently, he uh, tweeted that out to the universe that he's dating Nia Jax. So, what do you think of that? Good, good for him. She she's not like most girls, according to her music. What what's her song say again? I'm not like most girls. Oh, oh literally, that's that's what it says. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to go into that. Um, what else happened on SmackDown? Uh, we had uh, Jeff Hardy uh, come out, cut a promo. Randy oh, Orton came out. God, Jeff Hardy's face is just getting out of control. <laughs> you really don't dig the uh, I don't paint. dig the... I've never been a Jeff Hardy paint guy. And now with the eyelids painting, he's like, these are my eyes. And then he opens up his eyes, and he's got thriller eyes. 
or just fucking marbles in there. <laughs> he, he's so fucked up. His eyes are so glossed. You don't know what's real and what's fake. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why he's been painting. <laughs> Actually, he's been out of it so many times. He's fucking, he paint, he's had his eyelids tattooed to fucking eyes so he can just look like he's open. You know, so he's, he's, are you, are you, are you there, Jeff? Jeff, are you there? You know, um, Anyways, his face is ridiculous. He had an altercation with RKO. Tell us about that. Uh, yeah, they uh, just said they're going to do Hell in a Cell, which uh, Jeff Hardy is hell bent on killing himself. Yeah, he's yeah. There's yeah. The, I, I love like people always say Orton is lazy, but when you look at like somebody like Jeff Hardy, like one guy jumps off a structure to elicit a response and the other guy tugs on another guy's ear and <laughs> wait it was a little more tugging in his ear he put his finger in his piercing and uh-huh. made it bigger and now mind you the earlobe is very stretchy at that part i don't know if you know a thing about africans but the people that are indigenous to their properties over in Amer- over in africa they have large earlobes and sometimes they'll have like 30 rings on their necks. And sometimes they have like, I know it sounds like I'm I'm not, look at, I've seen National Geographic magazines. <laughs> That's what I've seen. And I've seen how big their earlobes can get. And earlobes, it was still very disgusting. <laughs> uh, that I'm, was the, that was the sidebar to end all sidebars right there, Case. That was... Oh yeah, is that sidebar ended? So back to uh, Raw. No, um, SmackDown also had some. It had some for a pretty dull SmackDown. I thought it had some decent moments. Yeah, with Daniel Bryan versus uh, Andre Cien Almost. Yeah, it was a great match. Yeah, it looks like he got rid of Sin Cara. He he came out with Sin Cara's mask on, which I thought they were putting a mask back on him because he used to be a luchador. And uh, Hunter, Andrade, sorry, I called him Andre. That's all right. I, I let you say his name because I can't remember. Uh, um, but he, he's a fantastic wrestler, and yes, uh, he is. Uh, and you know, and um, he had a great match with uh, with Daniel Bryan. And of course, they looked like they were going to go the intergender route. I was like, does Dan- all of Daniel Bryan's feuds have to include his wife now? Is this where we're going? You know. And then they love shoehorning their way onto television. The Bellas, Jesus. I know, I know, they love it. They love it. Bellas, this Bella. Somebody did have a sign tonight that said uh, "Nikki fears weddings," and Nikki fears Cena. Mm-hmm. So maybe Nikki fears commitment would have been a good one. But anyways, maybe Nikki has seen what wrestling weddings end up like. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a very good track record, no. No, fuck. You know somebody's going to show up with a snake in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestling weddings never go. Tombstone the priest? Yeah. You never know. You never know. Is Some weddings, you know, could last years. Some weddings <clears throat> could last, you know, months. And some weddings could last three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, very nice callback. I'm oh boy, that yeah. that was such a great segment for like a horrible feud. Yeah, that segment's amazing. Yeah, Tori Wilson getting married to wait, who'd she get? No, married to? no, it was Don Marie getting married to Tori Wilson's dad. Yeah, yeah, no, but this was uh, Billy and Chuck. Was that the Billy and Chuck one? Yes, it was. Yeah. Where Eric Bischoff was dressed up. Yeah, as the priest. Yeah, I uh, recently read that. Um, Billy Gunn has come out and admitted um, he's actually a boob man. He likes boobs. <laughs> yeah. I read that. I think it was in the kayfabe news. I don't know if it's real, but uh, I thought it was funny because he's known to be an ass man. That's right. Yeah. He's just an ass man. He likes to hold them. He likes to squeeze them. He likes to rub them. He likes to please them i'm I'm going to bed i'm hey, going to bed where i'm gonna w- i'm gonna wake up in four hours and you're still gonna be singing the lyrics to ass man well the weird thing is i got stone rockwell on hold um he he's calling here to do an interview this guy from impact wrestling he's an action adventurer extraordinaire and uh you know 
I haven't seen you in a while, so you know, I wanted to do uh, we we wanted to uh, you know hang out a little bit, and uh, you know, um, Stone Rockwell, you know, he's I I don't know if he's still on hold, but the guy. Have you ever seen Stone Rockwell? No, no, I haven't. He's fantastic, fantastic uh, wrestler from uh, Jones, Indiana, and uh, he, uh, he 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 dresses like Indiana Jones. That's the <laughs> weird thing. And uh, you know, now now, mind you, you know, you, you could say, why would Impact have a wrestler that looks like Indiana Jones? And I would say, well, why would New Japan have a wrestler that looks like Marty McFly? Why can't we have a Marty McFly uh, in New Japan? And why can't we have an Indiana Jones in uh, Impact Wrestling? And then maybe someday have a crossover, maybe on the Jericho Cruise, have Indiana Jones guy against Marty McFly guy, special guest referee, Steven Spielberg. <laughs> That's what I, 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 I can book that match right now. You can in your in your head. You can definitely book that match. Yeah, well, maybe someday maybe on the Jericho Cruise. Impact is there as well as um, Ring of Honor, as well as other people. So it's going to be uh, New Japan. Yeah, Ring no, of that Honor, cruise Impact. looks amazing. I know, but that means if it's amazing, it's successful. Next year will be better. Yes, it will. Yes, and that's when I'm going. Yes, I'm. I'm going to go with you. <laughs> seriously yeah yeah i'd love to this is i'm really gonna go hey also uh and i was joking about going to bed i'm having fun talking wrestling is, with casey corbin this is um this is major also this week congratulations to last week's guest jan murphy who front page news today toronto sun big announcement SummerSlam is coming to toronto nxt toronto takeover 2 is happening uh SummerSlam is happening and we're getting raw and we're getting smackdown and we're getting the whole shaman fan access hopefully talking wrestling at that point i'm hoping to book a good day guest i mean a good uh hopefully i book a good wrestler as a guest and i'd like to do a live talking wrestling show and hopefully my friends uh from la will come up and they'll do a we watch wrestling podcast as well and uh you know and uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited for SummerSlam. And I got the Survivor Series to go to this year. You know, like. Yeah, you're going to L.A. to Survivor yeah, Series. going to Survivor Series and going to take over. And uh, I don't know. Maybe Raw. We'll see. Who knows. But um, going down. And uh, I'm very excited. Um, what do you got going on? Uh, what else? Well, first of all, let's finish up SmackDown. What else do we have to talk about in SmackDown? Oh, we have to talk about uh, you had a really funny line. Uh, so AJ Styles comes out, and then Samoa Joe interrupts him and oh, yeah. uh, calls his wife. And he you calls had... his wife, and he's in the depths of the Air Canada Center parking garage. <laughs> he don't get connections down there. It's amazing how he got reception there. Yeah, he's going to get reception there down there. Come on, that's like a... Not even one bar. Come on. <laughs> and not only that, he's like, oh, what's going on, Wendy? Really? And, well, what if I pop over next Tuesday for yeah, the barbecue? Yeah, he, he wasn't waiting long enough for her to respond. Yeah. No, I think she talk. I think she's a speed talker. <laughs> That's why AJ Styles is very high flying mm-hmm. and very quick on the go. And his wife is just as fast with her mouth. Yeah. So she's the guy that did the micro machines commercials in the eighties. Oh, is she? <laughs> Wendy. I, I actually thought it was funny where it'd be like he was talking to Wendy and they I thought it would be funny if he just like, Wendy, I'm coming over and I want a baconator and uh fries with chili and maybe a frosty as well. Thank you, Wendy. I'll see you soon. I know you're open late, you know. Um AJ Styles did not wrestle tonight. Uh, oh, he was in the main event, actually. But uh, I got tired. Didn't stick around. I didn't want to stay for 205 live. We had too many idiots sitting around us. And I just got tired of it. And, uh, you know, I know we got so much more wrestling to go through this week. And, you know, it's just, uh, you know, I didn't want to ruin it all. So, How over is Becky Lynch, though? 
Becky Lynch is rem- she's just got to keep coming in at Charlotte unannounced like Stone Cold used to do it to Brett and uh, everybody else. Just have her keep coming out and just keep beating on her, beating on her until she gets that shot at the title and wins that title. Yeah, because that was that was the main event. We had uh, Carmella versus Charlotte for the title. It was, a, uh, it was a good match. The fans just didn't give it the respect it deserved. They wanted uh, they wanted to see Becky. Yeah, they weren't as bad as a lot of smart mark crowds. Like the, the idiots behind us were trying to get the yeah. chanting for different people, yeah, other yeah. than the people in the match thing going. But I was happy that that didn't start up. No, why would you want to chant? Uh, and what's that Anzo Amore song? They're singing, they're chanting for Enzo More during Carmella's match. Yeah. It's like, he's a loser. She's a winner. <laughs> That's you right. You know, she's just had a champion. She just had a, she just gave up the belt. Give her some fucking respect. You know, chanting big cast at her. I'm like, uh, it's big chass now. <laughs> uh, he's on his own. And so he's had to change his name for bookings. So, or we want Neville. He's not even in the fucking WWE, you idiots. No. Or just, Dumb, dumb, dumb chance. Uh, people don't do dumb chance. It nothing drives me insane more than dumb chance. So, with that, uh, that's pretty much all the SmackDown time, and that's pretty much all the time we have now. Um, mm. Overall, what would you uh, what would you say? What do you what do you think was a better show? I thought Raw was better. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. Raw was better, and it was a better experience. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I just found that the, the commercials in SmackDown were really long. Mm-hmm. They took like their quiet, like, you know, Daniel Bryan starts the match. Uh, his opponent does this great spiel on the way down. They're going to get at it. Nope. They're just going to both stand in their corner and stretch for two minutes in the dark, you know, before the lights go back on. Oh, we weren't even here the whole time. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. Maybe put some better videos on, keep us a little more occupied or something. It's just whatever. And there's something weird about watching wrestling without commentary when you're there live and you're just <laughs> and you're just listening to the people around you and you're just watching. Boom, you know, the the only sound you hear is the mat. Um, but uh, on a whole, whole raw was good. Raw was good. Look at I thought the pricing of where our tickets were was was very good, like a hundred and fifty dollars for two nights of wrestling yeah it was a fun couple of nights it was it was very good and uh we're looking forward to the wwe coming for SummerSlam. that's for sure i'll tell you that right now um jeff where can we find you what's going on where where are you going to be uh, what are you coming up uh well uh yeah you can just find me at uh jeff uh, mchenry.com m-c-e-n-e-r-y.com and yeah just shows all across the country same same deal as you yeah once you plug your cd on itunes Is oh iTunes? okay uh yeah uh sunset acres yeah it's available on itunes spotify all that jazz yeah go listen to it on spotify for free and get him paid at the same time folks um my my phone is beeping um so i gotta get this phone uh because we got i gotta i actually haven't this was i don't know how pissed fucking stone rockwell is gonna be (laughs) but i got him on the fucking line and i gotta get to stone rockwell folks uh but thank you uh jeff for joining us right now at that time and at this time we're gonna get to uh, Stone Rockwell, folks. Um, so, Casey, uh, take it away. I believe you're with Stone Rockwell right now. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. This is Stone Rockwell. I'm assuming. Yes, sir. Stone Rockwell. Uh, nice to have you on Talk and Wrestling. Thanks for joining us. I understand you're probably on a way to an- another adventure right now. I am mid adventure. Mid-adventure. And what does mid-adventure yes. detail? Oh, if, if I could only tell you, my friend. See, unfortunately, I cannot speak of adventures until adventures are complete. You understand? I do understand. I do understand. I've been on a few failed adventures. Oh, no. That's... We, don't, we don't need to talk about those. No, no, no. We, we should talk about your successful adventures. Yes, yes, yes. I only like to talk about successful adventure conquests. This uh, is yet to be determined. I have a competition tonight. And I will let you know how it goes. If I am defeated, you will never hear me speak of it again. However, if I win, you will hear me talk about it for 
month. That is a uh, great attitude to have, Stone, if I don't say so. You know, the fact is, uh, if, if it doesn't happen, if it doesn't go your way, you just let it go and you move on. Yes, exactly. Accentuate the positives, hide the negatives. Yeah, yeah, because who wants to focus on the pitfalls when you can focus on the successes of life? Uh, exactly, exactly. Clever, I picked up on the pitfalls. <laughs> <laughs> you're a sharp one, you're a sharp one. Now, you're from, you're from Jones, Indiana. Yes, sir. Quiet town, family values, Jones, Indiana. And how did you uh, get onto the trail of adventure that you're on now? I've always been a, I've been a boy of adventure, I've been a young man of adventure, and now I'm a chiseled action-adventure superstar man. That is fantastic. That is fantastic. I saw and you... I recently sorry. discovered... Sorry, sorry, sorry. That's all sorry, right. A little bit of a tear here. The boulder's rolling. Let's go with it. I uh, found professional wrestling, or professional wrestling found me. Sounded like an excellent adventure, and I thought, why not? You need to say yes to all adventures and challenges. Here we are. That's fantastic. And who are you wrestling with these days, uh, now that you're wrestling? I have been wrestling all over North America. I have wrestled in Japan. I've wrestled in Ireland. I've wrestled in the UK. I'm currently in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, wrestling for Destiny World Wrestling. I've been wrestling for Impact Wrestling. Stone Rockwell is adventuring everywhere these days. My God, you're you're running up uh, air miles all over the place. Or I don't even know. Well, as you see, I try to travel by boat as often as I can. As to save on the flights, you see. I try to be uh, thrifty in that way. Yeah, I was even going to say, do you even travel by plane? It seems like you're such an adventurer. You might be uh, hijacking an air balloon or, or hopping on Hot a boat. Hot air balloon is also very efficient. I enjoy a uh, long boat. And, and, and There's lots of different ways. Very uh, good for the environment as well. I'm an unconventional traveler. I almost got pooped on by a seagull. By a seagull? Yes, there's adventures everywhere. See, I'm on... I've just arrived on the long shore here, and there's plenty of seagulls, and one almost pooped on my head. Oh, cheaper, so you don't want that. Uh, no, I, I narrowly avoided danger. Yeah, they say it's good luck, though, if, if a bird yeah. does dodo on your, on your head. I've heard that, but I'd rather, uh, I'd rather not. No, I don't think it's good luck. The, the seagulls are pretty much vermin. Yeah, exactly. So, so is this, um, you'll have to forgive me, I'm... I'm unfamiliar with the uh the wrestling scene in the world am i am i right now on the radio is this a podcast this is what, a what, what is going on this here? is a podcast that you've stumbled Ooh, across yes i've done a few of those recently yes and it's a podcast that is uh it's heard uh, in in several of the countries that you've uh that you have performed in and oh, hello. Uh, hello everyone he- how are you hello everyone in podcast world yeah and uh you will be heard by hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of uh people uh just next week a lot of hundreds it's all adding up and the fact is your adventures and you being on the show will will bring more hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more i'm sure well i i I would imagine so i'm sure there are lots of people following my exploits and there and and the show is called talking wrestling and we love having characters like yourself on uh what what is your what are some of your favorite wrestling tactics to use when you wrestle um, I enjoy punching people in the face. I find that is most that is most effective. I haven't really learned, per se, how to wrestle yet, but I'm a I'm a large man. Yes. I'm, uh, chiseled, good looks, and uh, I find I have uh, quite the uh, right cross. So I like to use it as often as I can. Very effective. Yes, indeed it is. Indeed, and yes. uh, you know I'm quite the I'm quite the pugilist. Yes, I would imagine so. Now, now I'm sure before you even got into wrestling, have you ever been in any scuffles on, on your own before you got into wrestling? Absolutely, sir. On adventures sometimes, if you must throw hands, you must throw hands. Holy smokes. Hands. I would hate to be in a dark alley uh, without Stone Rockwell having to throw hands down at, at some other scoundrels. I've been in many a dark alley, uh, and that's neither here nor there. 
fantastic. Uh, yes, sir. Yes. Uh, now uh, I've recently. Now uh, I am in. I'm in Toronto myself. Uh, I've seen you in Toronto. I've seen you in adventures, and uh, that's why I. I, uh, I was. Uh, I was nervous to approach you when I saw you that it time. It happens. It happens. Yeah, because you're, you're very. Like I said, you are a, a giant of a man, and you're very intimidating uh, in, in just the looks department alone. It's a, you're not an intimidating in an ugly fashion, but intimidating as he. He looks like a George Clooney, you know, or a, or a real throwback Cary Grant. Uh, type fellow. Rugged, rugged, rugged good looks. Ruggedly handsome good looks. Is what I've heard more than one person say when referencing myself. Yes, 100%. That's I'm an action-adventure superstar. I just happen to have dashing good looks. I mean, it's uh, a gift and a curse. What can I say? Are there any other action-adventure stars that you admire? Well, see, here's the thing, young man. I am the first of the action-adventure superstar genre. Oh. No other pro wrestler is an action-adventure superstar, and that's quite a selling point for myself. You see, can you name any other action-adventure superstars in professional wrestling? That are in professional wrestling? Yes. Oh. Or have been? Well, there's that. Uh, uh, what's that guy's name there? Um, that guy that, uh, that used to call Precisely. himself... Uh, you the, can't think of anything. No, I can't. I was going to... Uh, there is one and only action-adventure superstar, Stone Rockwell. <laughs> adventure. There's a pause there. It, it definitely is. It definitely is a pause. Yes. So Stone Rockwell, Adventurer. Yes. Well, a bit more of a pause. You're not really doing it justice, but that's okay. I mean... You're not an action-adventure superstar. There's a pause a little longer than that. It's, it's a dramatic pause. Yes. Um, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect you to get it. That's okay. Is there any way, like, if one ever wanted to be an action-adventurer, what steps might one have to take to become one so? Unfortunately, one cannot attain action-adventure superstar status. One simply must be an action and superstar action adventure superstar pardon me so playing uh, so playing dungeons and dragons will not help and watching countless hours of wrestling will not help i believe that will help not get you laid but that's up to you (laughs) is that another uh, benefit of being stone rockwell adventurer absolutely the the women are plentiful they can't keep their hands to themselves and frankly i don't blame them well, I don't blame them either. Holy smokes! I, I would imagine you have a you have a purse full of uh, gems and and trinkets. I I very much do have a satchel yes. of precious stones and rubies that I have yet to return to their rightful owners. I keep nothing for myself. I simply do what is right. That is well. That's noble. That's very noble of you. Thank and, you, thank you. Thank and uh, and now that you're in Toronto, uh, have yes, you sir. have you been in a, in in a scuffle or an adventure in Toronto before in the in the past? I have numerous times. I was actually in Toronto the last few times for Impact Wrestling when they were at the Rebel Complex, which was quite easy to get to as it's on the water. I just pulled right up on the boat. And then here we are. I never even thought about that. I was going to say that's one of the most uh, difficult places to get to in town. You have to go all the way around the town and around the lake and out huh. the street. And Maybe for amateurs. Uh, I didn't even think about even taking a well, boat. Well, again, I wouldn't expect you to. Uh, it's okay. No, no, it's, it's it's not okay. I took the TTC. It took me three hours to you're get You're right. There. It's not okay. I was trying to make you feel better, <laughs> but if that's the route you want to go, then yes, you're an idiot. Have you ever thought about getting a sidekick at any point? Uh, you know what? The dead weight, not really. I mean, uh, no, no. They're they're too much work to be honest. They have to be groomed, and they make too many mistakes. And I don't have time. An action adventure superstar is constantly on the move. I have no time for that. Uh, well, as I used to have a dream of being a an action adventurer sidekick. I used to want to be uh, Fred Flintstone's Barney Rubble, but he didn't really go on adventures. But you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I mean if you ever if we're ever in the same town and you want to bring me a gin and tonic, by all means. But other than that, I'm good. Thank you. Do you like it straight up or do you like it on the rocks? I enjoy it on the rocks. <laughs> of course Sometimes you would. It all depends. It all depends. 
Oh, that's the name I'm of the actor, The Rock. I'm a slow sick. Did you? I'm the, sorry. The, oh, that just remind me, The Rock. There's an actor named The Rock, and he was in a movie, a uh, movie or two. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, he was in actually at the last Impact Wrestling uh, tapings. I saw, uh, I saw his uncle, the People's uncle, was there. The Rock's uncle. Okay, you're, I have to admit you're speaking another language to me now. The Rock, did he do well in professional wrestling? I'm not really sure. I think he was more known for his CFL career, Canadian Football League. Is he still a professional wrestler? I don't think so, no. no. Well, then there you go, standing true. The only current action-adventure superstar, Stone Rockwell. Adventurer, see you waited. Good for you. Young I man. did you wait. I did wait. And you know what? I was, ant- I was sure you were going to interrupt me. No, the anticipation in waiting for it is half is half the fun. It's palpable, isn't it? It's I don't even know what that word means, but it's great. Exactly. Oh, how such a where do you get such a vast vocabulary? I just being a man of action and adventure. And how many languages can you speak? I can speak whatever needs to be done. Uh, excuse me right now. There's a, there's a damsel here who's, who's pulling me away. Oh, Seb, trap, yeah. Excuse me, excuse me. I, oh, I, I spoke uh, French. Okay, did you, did you hear that? She's pulling me away. I did hear something like that. Oh, Seth, yes, in due time, lady, madam. Um, I, I have to leave right now. She's, uh, she's calling me. Well, well. Uh, yes, yes, I'll be right there. I must, I must go, young man. You understand? Well, thank you for having, uh, for taking the time to uh, speak to us, uh, Stone Rockwell. The pleasure was all yours. Oh, I wasn't done, adventurer. Yes, uh, yes, thank you. Thank. You. That's enough. That's enough. <laughs> the, the pleasure is mine. Thank you for joining thank us. You. You're welcome. Adventure. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.